Welcome to Midweek Coffee, a short, fast-paced episode where we'll talk about culture and God. So grab your cup of coffee and join us today as we talk about cancel culture versus kingdom culture. Welcome to Midweek Coffee. I am your host, Josh, and uh, I'm so excited to join you on this awesome Tuesday. Hopefully your Monday uh, went really good and, uh, and you are drinking a lot of coffee, right? Coffee is always a good thing. In fact, right now I'm enjoying uh, cinnamon honey iced coffee. Uh, me and my wife, we bought this Ninja Coffee uh, Bar Maker and uh, and we've we've just been enjoying the heck out of that. Uh, enjoying right now some Wicked Joe. Uh, bought it locally here at Publix and um, really, really good stuff. So uh, I want to dive right into today's subject because we have a lot to unpack. And just like the little intro said, this is a short, fast-paced episode. Uh, so it's a quick way if you are on the morning commute right now or uh, just have a quick 10 to 12 minutes in your day, great way to start your day off and just kind of give you a thought-provoking idea. So as you know, we are in this incredibly unique moment in time. We are living in this period where not only we're having to deal with COVID and all the mess that's bringing, in fact, here in the state of Florida, COVID is spiking and it's it's kind of on the, on the loose. Um, and I just heard from a news source the other day that Florida is officially the epicenter of COVID-19 right now in the world, which blows me away. So anywhere you go, pretty much, it's mandatory face mask. And so we have that going on, right? There's social distancing. There's all the psychological effects from that. And then we had this horrible incident happen a couple months ago uh, with Mr. George Floyd. In fact, only a month ago, where he was brutally murdered on the street from a cop. And that has sparked just this outrage in our country where... Um, we're, we're starting to realize a lot of our country um, had pockets and even kind of blatantly uh, promoted racism to a degree. We're seeing how um, police departments and sheriff departments all across the country um, need to go through retraining. Um, there's, there is such a thing as good cops and bad cops. And, uh, and I definitely love cops. I'm not bashing any cop by any means, so don't, don't take it like that. I think cops are amazing. Uh, we need them. And, um, but we're, we're seeing this thing happen with the riots, and it's actually not a new idea. This has been going on for some time, but it's really become, yet again, it's taken this traction. And it's this term called cancel culture. You might see it in people's hashtags on their posts. Um, you might have someone... Just say say it to your face, but there's this idea going around right now, and we're seeing it literally all across America and even the world of stuff being canceled, names being changed, brands being changed, all this kind of stuff. Though I think some of it uh, is necessary and and maybe you know a long time overdue. I think cancel culture itself is incredibly dangerous. I don't agree with the concept of cancel culture. In fact, I think it's counter opposite to the gospel. And so today I want to unpack this cancel culture versus kingdom culture. And, 
you know, one of the the scriptures that came to mind, uh, a couple of scriptures came to mind today, but one of the big ones that came to me was where in, in John 3, 16, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. I love that because that scripture right there cancels, cancels culture, right? It says, listen, Jesus came to save every single person. Right, he came to save the good, the bad, the ugly in you, to redeem you, to give you life, to make you new. And we're seeing this this cancel culture come forth. And and I want to start off by saying this: what we're seeing manifest right now in uh, secular culture first started in the church. So so let me explain this. Uh, throughout church history, especially I would say probably starting in the '40s on up, really until recently. There's been this um, kind of persona in in the church that if if you do something wrong, if you mess up, if you say the wrong thing, um, if you live a way maybe that's not fully the way Jesus wants you to live, uh, the church will will kick you out. They'll shun you. Right? We we've watched as churches have literally thrown out the horrible, horrific. Um, uh, Westboro Church, who they stand on the corners of places and they have signs that say, God hates fags and homosexuals are going to hell. And just these just these things that are not the way of Jesus. They're, they're not the way Jesus presented his gospel. And so what we're seeing manifest in secular culture, I believe this, is a, a representation of the way secular culture has been treated by the church. Now, I know for some of you who are listening, maybe you're a believer, that might be hard to stomach because you're saying, well, wait, whoa, slow the brakes. Um, I, I didn't. I never mistreated anyone. I never shunned anyone. And that's awesome if you haven't, right? I, I grew up in a church um, that was a really great church, but it had a, a stigma of kicking people out who weren't necessarily living the right way, looking the right way. In fact, I remember the church I grew up in, anyone that was on the platform had to wear suit and tie. It was very old school. And if you wore anything contrary, they wouldn't allow you to be on the platform. And so there's this this thing that's been going on in the church where we've been canceling people right and left, and it's now coming back to bite us in the butt. We're, we're seeing hardcore liberals go after the church right now on ideas like pro-life and, um, you know, marriage equality and, and all these different things. And, and so the church right now is in this weird kind of spot because we're fighting against the liberals, uh, and their ideas and the far left. But at the same time, I believe we're in a moment in time where God says, Hey, you've shown cancel culture for a long period of time. Now it's time to show kingdom culture. And what is kingdom culture? Well, we see kingdom culture um, literally exemplified through the life of Jesus. In fact, one of my favorite stories that really shows you kingdom culture is when Jesus goes out of his way to Samaria, right? He, Him and his disciples, they're on their way to Jerusalem, and Jesus feels this discernment. He feels this tug in his heart to go to Samaria. Now, why is this significant? Well, number one, Jews don't like uh, Samaritans and Samaritans don't like Jews. There's this ancient conflict between them. In fact, they hate each other. So Jesus's disciples are looking at Jesus saying, dude, why the heck are we going to go to a place where we're hated? Like, that's really stupid, Jesus. And Jesus is like, let me go. And so he sends his disciples off 
to go get some food and water. And then he goes to this well to get a drink. And there's a woman there and it's around noontime. And he begins to ask questions. He has a conversation with her. And and Jesus, here's the thing. Jesus is, is God, right? He's fully man, fully God. So he know, uh, he he knew what, what this woman maybe was struggling with, her past, but yet he chose to engage her. And I love this because she tries to make herself look good because she really probably realizes, oh man, this is a Jewish priest. Like I shouldn't even be talking to him. And, and it's a man in that time, a man and a woman should not be talking together kind of alone like that. And so there's this moment that that we're stuck in right now um, where, where Jesus and this woman are, are dialoguing. And I love it because Jesus calls out the woman's sin. He said, you're right. She, she's like saying, oh, I don't have this many husbands. And, and he's like, you're right. You actually have this many husbands. Um, and the one that you're with right now is not even your husband. And so Jesus like ups the bar. But I love this because Jesus doesn't just condemn the women, the, the woman. He doesn't just cancel her. He doesn't just throw her away. No, he loves her. And he says this to her. He says, hey, I have forgiven you. Go and sin no more. And we read the story that this woman, she goes back to her town in uh, the town was called Sakar, and she literally evangelizes and the entire town comes to meet Jesus and the life that he's given. That is kingdom culture. And so as people today, how do we battle cancel culture? How do we how do we get rid of this this mindset of like let's just cancel everything? You know, we talked about it last week in the God and Politics midweek coffee episode how if I don't agree with your political view, I automatically put a wall up and I hate you. And I don't know when that started, I don't know how it started, but it's evil, it's demonic, it's divisive and it needs to go. And that's what cancel culture is. Cancel culture is this. If I don't agree with you, I automatically shun you and throw you away. And that is not kingdom culture. Kingdom culture is so inclusive. It's ridiculous. It loves every single person. It shows them who they are. It gives them grace. It renews them. It builds them. And so can I just tell you today, if you're listening, reject the notion of cancel culture and instead be a kingdom builder. And let's build kingdom culture together. I hope this idea uh, maybe drew some some just different ideas within you, gave you a spark of energy um, to see things different today. I love you guys so much, and I look forward to being with you next week on Midweek Coffee. Peace. Peace.